Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Get Down to Business, your favorite podcast. I, um, I, <laughs> in this episode, I wanted to talk about Taylor Swift because I feel like I haven't talked about Taylor Swift in a while and I always want to talk about Taylor Swift. I just, so I just wanted to do a kind of updated favorite songs. Like, I have my top 10, it's set in stone. I, um, it's, it changes all the time, especially with new music. Um, it changes with Midnight's with Speak Now, Taylor's version. Like, it, it changes. It's changed. Um, so I want to give you my top 10 songs. Maybe we'll throw some album rankings in there, but it's definitely changed from the last time I've talked about it. So I think it's just exciting to see, um, what new songs have made the list and what, what have, what songs have left the list I don't know I also ranked like every single one of Taylor's songs before Midnight's and I was looking back on that list and it's so wrong so I still have that list but I'm it's it's so inaccurate I can't share it in any way because it's so wrong um and it's just so hard to rank like so many songs like that so I don't know if I'll I, I would have to be like having so much free time on my hands and be like insanely bored for me to go back and redo that list but um there's a bunch of songs that I still need to add and songs that I mean that I used to like really really like but maybe I found something I like a little bit more so it'll go down a little bit you know what I mean like I'll still love it but I found things I've, I've had other songs that I think maybe have just gone up in ranking and stuff like that so that doesn't really make sense but that's what I'm going to do so let's do my top 10 songs first my top 10 Taylor songs um all right so we're gonna go from 10 to 1 because I feel like it's more dramatic if we go from um like like having my favorite absolute favorite song like last you know what I mean it's the suspense um but also this is subject to change so you know but that's just, this is what it is in this moment. So, okay. At number 10, we have New Year's Day, which is on Reputation. It's the last track on Reputation. This song um, is so good. And it's on, I mean, Reputation. I feel like Reputation has this, like, facade of being this, like, snake revenge album. But it's really, like, a cutie little love album when you, like, hear the songs. And New Year's Day is so good. And it's... It's something where, like, if you play the first, like, three notes of it, I will immediately recognize it. So, it's, I feel like it just, it means, like, it's so good. And it's so, I feel like, a like, an important song for her, too, because it's her last, it's the last track on her last album to re-record. So, it'd technically be the, like, last song she re-recorded. Um, if, well... I don't know the order of the re-recordings, but I'm just saying that that's the last stolen song um, that isn't, that, that, that she, like, you know, does that make sense? It's the last track on Reputation, and Reputation's the last album that she did um, before she um, did the, the <laughs> before she, how do I word this? Before, um she like made her music like stuff that she owned before she owned her other music 
that's why she's recording all her albums and stuff because her music got stolen from her and she wants to own all of her music so new year's day is the last song on reputation meaning like the last song she will own kind of technically um but so that's it's like special but like also it's so good and it's like please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh i could recognize anywhere and it's so so pretty and i love it and i feel like it's just such a funny thing that reputation was kind of like this big album that was supposed to be like just like revenge arc and like snakes everywhere which like it kind of is but new year's day is the cutest little love song that's literally played on the piano and it's the last track and i just feel like that's so funny to me i i i love it i love it i love it so new year's day is number 10 um my top 10 take songs um number nine we have you're on your own kid which is from midnight it's a track five if you don't know taylor does track fives like her basically her most her favorite song maybe her most emotional song her track fives are like kind of the most um just i guess emotional song so this is track five of midnight's um her most recent album i mean if you don't count speak now but speak now is a re-recording so but you're on your own kid (laughs) um track five i just i love this song i just like heard it and i was immediately like yes absolutely because i feel like if we ever like whenever we get new taylor swift albums you can always be like okay track five will absolutely be a banger they're all gonna be bangers but track five is going to be up in like top five of the full album and i like who doesn't like you're on your own kid you know what i mean like it's so good and the bridge is so good and it's like a song that's kind of upbeat but like it has sad lyrics and (laughs) i i kind of love that so i kind of love songs like that um but i i really i really love you're on your own kid and it's not the only midnight song on this i really do love midnights midnights i feel like a lot of people didn't love when it came out they were like oh what but no midnights is such a good album and i think it it deserves to be on here you're on your own kid i think is quite loved because in the bridge she goes make the friendship bracelets take the moment and taste it you've got no reason to be afraid you're on your own kid you always have been it's like the friendship bracelets thing that's why when you go to the eros tour shows like you make friendship bracelets and so whenever taylor sang that song she was so happy when she sang the friendship bracelet line and that just was so cute so i love that so you're on your own kid is also just so special you know so love that okay number eight is come back be here which is on red and i I love the re-recording for this song. I love the original song as well, but I feel like her vocals are so good in the re-recording and it's it like it's the same thing but like enhanced and I love that. So Come Back Be Here is so good. It's like I had a rough day when she sang this and I was not in attendance at the Eros tour. I love this song. It's um it's off red. Did I say that already? Probably um but it's so good it's um it's almost like how do I describe this it's not like a ballad but like it's kind of a ballad and I kind it's just such a fun song to sing and I feel like but it's also it's got that kind of sad undertone but kind of with the beat kind of just like I guess ballad like I guess you would say I don't know but it's like come back be here (laughs) This is falling in love in the cruelest way. This is falling for you when you are worlds away. Come back, be here. 
but you're in London, and I break down, because it's not fair that you're not around. This is when the feeling sinks in. I don't want to miss you like this. Come back. Be here. Come back. Be here. It's just so good. It's so good. It's so, like... You know when you sing it, you want to put, like, your full effort into singing it. That's what I like about it. Like, that's the, that's my kind of, like, favorite thing. Like, during the bridge, I'm just kind of, like, rocking out to this song. Even though it's sad because she's, like, she misses um, her, like, partner. And, but it's just, like, I just, but you're in London and I break down. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just sing it with my full body. It's one of those kinds of songs. So, <laughs> Um, at number seven, we have August from Folklore. Um, <laughs> is this on here because it's like, it's revival every August? It's like, um, like, I don't know if you know, but it has like the same kind of like statistics that Christmas songs do when they get played in Christmas, how they don't get played all the other year, but then they're like streams, they like spike in December or whatever. August by Taylor Swift is like that, except, you know, August 1st, it gets so many streams. And I love that. So maybe that's just kind of like the revival of August is kind of fresh in my mind. Um, but also, I just love this song. I mean, so much for Summer Love and saying us because you weren't mine to lose. Mine to lose. Oh. remember when you pulled up and said get in the car and then cancel my plans just in case you call back when i was living for the hope of it all for the hope of it all meet me behind the mall you know what i mean it's so like it's another one of those songs you kind of sing with your full body and it's so good and it's it's a part of the love triangle from folklore with august betty and cardigan obviously but i think august is my favorite song from the um love triangle i mean it's it's change it can change because cardigan it used to be cardigan i mean now it's august maybe just because august is fresh but um i just love august i don't think you can ever go wrong with that song like you can play that anywhere and i feel like anybody will be singing along with you and i just love that so and i love the love triangle songs i think betty and cardigan as well as august they're all so good so and i just love that that's, like, a th thing that Taylor's mind, like, created. Like, how insane. So that's so crazy to me. But, yes, August. August from Folklore. Um, that, weirdly, is my only Folklore song on here. I wonder where Folklore falls in my rankings, actually. <laughs> Not thinking about it. I don't know. I think I might be an Evermore gal. So, <laughs> just saying. Um, but number five, we have You're Not Sorry, which is from Fearless, and this also got a crazy good re-recording, and I think it should be given justice for, for it, because the vocals are so good in You're Not Sorry, Taylor's version, and I, Fearless is also my album, just because I'm, like, a little high schooler and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Just kind of, like, hanging out and having a good time. That's what I feel like Fearless is just like my album for the time being. So, um, you're not sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, it's again like a ballad. And if you hear her sing this live, I actually have, I also cried when she sang this live without me, but 
um if you hear her sing this song live she sounds so good she's singing it with like full body so good wait i skipped number six shoot okay we're going a little out of order because i'm gonna finish what i'm saying about you're not sorry and we're gonna go back to number six but <coughs> but you're not sorry is i mean it's off fearless um and it is it's so good like i don't know it doesn't get I feel like Fearless kind of not it doesn't have a bad rep it's just kind of like pushed to the side like if you ever see album rankings it's always um like debut at the bottom and then Fearless as well so like those two are on the bottom but I think Fearless is like a top five album for me just because it's so me for the time being but um it's just, it's so good. It's, it's like a ballad. It's like, I'm tired of being last. No, and you're not sorry. No, no, you know? <laughs> and you tell me that you're fine, baby. Not this time around. You don't have to call anymore. I won't pick up the phone. This is the last straw. Don't want to hurt anymore. And you tell me that you're sorry, baby, but I don't believe you like I did before. You're not sorry. No, whoa, whoa. It goes like that. <laughs> so I'm going to sing the lyrics so that I, like, say them right. Like, if that's how I remember them better. But that song's so good. And it's, like, so underrated. And it's just my favorite off Fearless. Um, and I know Fearless is, like, an album where people are just like, okay, love story, you belong with me, and Fearless. I'm like, okay, no, guys, we need to recognize you're not sorry, and also, tell me why. Tell me why it was one of my favorite songs. Um, and, I mean, it's still one of my favorite songs. It, it's not on my top ten, but it's, like, probably maybe top 30 or something, but, like, so good. Fearless is such a good album. If you, like, literally listen to Fearless, especially just, like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you just don't like i mean fearless you belong with me and love story are also fantastic but like listen beyond those songs and this album is a masterpiece and the re-recording was done so 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 well so absolutely yes anyway so we're going back that was number five i skipped number six number six is clean which um 1999 taylor's version comes out soon and clean taylor's version will wreck me i'm so excited um but clean is so good clean is um, it's the last track on 1989, um, without the deluxe songs, but it's track 13 also. But, um, this song, I know she played twice on the Eras tour, and it hurt both times. Um, I felt as if it was, like, a personal attack, but, um, whatever. Um, I love this song. It's, 1989, I feel like is, I mean, it's such, it's like a pop album. It's pop perfection, it is. But, um, I feel like uh, Clean is more, like, alternative in a way. It doesn't have, it's not as upbeat as the rest of the album. It's, it's got, like, an undertone, again, of, like, sadness. And it's like, gone was any trace of you, I think I'm finally clean. Ten months sober, I must admit, just because you're clean don't mean you don't miss it. Ten months older, I won't give in. Now that I'm clean, I'm never gonna risk it. The drought was the very worst. Uh-oh. And the flowers that we'd grown together died of thirst. It's just so good. The, it's the lyricism. It's 
the it's the it makes you feel it's just like the best song off 1989 and my favorite song off 1989 obviously um but i am so excited for 1989 to be recorded because it's so it's i don't it's just such i feel like an important album for taylor because i mean obviously we're never ever getting back together and like um uh like i knew you were trouble and stuff like that they were like you belong with me love story those were all popular songs but i feel like 1989 was when like shake it off and blank space and bad blood and wildest dreams those songs when they like came to light they just got like so i feel like it's just such a pivotal moment in taylor's career so i'm so excited for that re-recording Okay, so that was number six, and we already did number five, which was You're Not Sorry. So we're going to go number four, is It's Time to Go, um, from Evermore. I, oh, okay, so this is the, um, <laughs> this is the, um, there are two, um, deluxe tracks off Evermore, It's Time to Go and Right Where You Left Me. And It's Time to Go is my personal favorite, and it's also my fourth favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. It's literally perfect, and I'm obsessed with it. And it also says 15... 15- 15 years, 15 million tears, beg until my knees bled. I gave him all, he gave me nothing at all, then wondered why I left. Now he sits on his throne in his palace of bones, praying to his greed. He's got my past frozen behind glass, but I've got me. That old familiar body ache that snaps from the same little breaks in my soul. And you know when it's time to go. It's so good. Like, the lyrics are so good. And it's so, like, I can feel the story playing out in my brain. Like, I can see it in my brain. I can see it which doesn't happen with that many songs, but I can see it in It's Time to Go. I can picture the song, like, every whenever she starts singing it, like, the verse and the chorus, like, the first verse, the chorus and the bridge, they all, like, they have, like, settings in my brain, and I see them when I listen to the song, and that, that's the sign of a good song, okay? I love this song, and I love Evermore as an album, and it's almost Evermore season, and I'm so excited, because I will be playing Evermore and Red Taylor's version re on repeat this this fall, because I cannot wait, and also winter, because always, and I feel like sometimes it's hard, because in the summer, I, like, always want to listen to Evermore and Folklore, and, like, just, like, these sad songs, and, like, I do, but it's also just, like, it hits harder in the winter, and like the fall so i'm so excited but it's time to go um it's it's technically the last track off evermore including the the deluxe tracks but i love this song i just love it like i literally what's even like oh how do i like put into words my love for this song because it's so perfect and it's so good the lyrics are just like top lyrics like, of all time, like, Taylor lyrics, I think her best written album is Evermore, and I think the lyrics on that album, they're just, they're, they hit harder than anywhere else, but I think I said before that I like, um, Red's, I think Red is the best Bridges, so, but I think Evermore is the best written album, and it's, I like Evermore, over folklore i don't know what it is it just gives me it makes me feel more cozy i feel like it has uh just so much i the lyrics are so good i don't even i don't even know it's just so good so that's time to go my third favorite taylor swift song of all time is dear reader which is from midnights and it's the last track on midnights and it's the um deluxe 3am edition 
so it's also a deluxe song but dear reader is so good and do i like that it's called dear reader because i like to read too yes i do but like also dear reader is like a song where she is she's she's talking to the reader she's like dear reader like burn all the files desert all your past lives and if you don't recognize yourself that means you're doing it right so that's like it's so good the lyrics so good it's kind of sad but also the bridge is so i wonder through these nights i prefer hiding in plain sight my fourth drink in my hand these desperate prayers of a cursed man spilling out to you for free but darling darling please you wouldn't take my word for it if you knew who was talking if you knew where i was walking to a house not a home all alone because nobody's there where i pace in my pen because my friends found friends who care no one sees when you lose when you're playing solitaire like, is, not, is that not the best bridge you've ever heard in your entire life? Like, it is. Don't lie to me, because it is. Like, are you kidding me? Dear, it's so good. And it's just, like, I, that also has, like, a, like, what is the word? Uh, like, a, like, I can see it in my head. So, like, I can see Taylor at a dinner party, like, <laughs> with, like, the fourth drink in her hand. And, like, spilling all her secrets to somebody. And then him abusing it, those secrets. And it's just, like, I... I just love it like I just love it dear reader it's so 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 good and it's like it's kind of got that built up which I love in songs another song like that is firearm by Lizzie McAlpine where it's kind of like soft and then the bridge just hits and that's how dear reader is where it's kind of just like dear reader and she's like so I wander through these nights for hiding in plain sight. You know what I mean? And it just like, it's so, it hits so much harder that way. And I absolutely love when it kind of builds up to that. Because it feels like, oh, like super calm. And then it's like, oh wait. And like everything breaks loose. Love it. Love it. Okay. My second favorite Taylor Swift song is uh, Long Live, which from Speak Now. And now Speak Now Taylor's version, which is so exciting. And so glad it got added to the set list because that's literally... Everybody should be able to have a chance to hear Long Live Live because it's so special and so perfect. And I just, I love Long Live. It's the last track off Speak Now, um, like regular without um, deluxe tracks or um, the vault songs. But it is, it's about, like Taylor wrote it about the fans. And so on the Reputation tour, she <laughs> she said like, hey, Here's a song that's always, that for me, is always going to be about you. And it's like, and I said, remember this moment in the back of my mind, the time we stood with our shaking hands and the crowds and stands went wild. We were the kings and the queens and they read off our names. The night we danced like you knew our lives would never be the same. It's so good. And it just, to hear it live is absolutely perfect. Like, if that makes any sense whatsoever, like... I put that on my list as I had to hear that song live. Like, if I didn't, I would lose it. And so when she sang it for the first time, I literally cried. I was like, oh, no. What if, like, I didn't, because we didn't know at that time if she was going to stick, like, put it on the set list. But um, she did, thank God. Um, but I literally cried. Because <laughs> so I was like, what if, like, she doesn't and then I won't be able to hear it because that was a song that I needed to hear live because I think it's so special not just to me but to Taylor too and just like hear it just like I just 
for her to play it on the Eros tour after now owning that song that's always gonna be about the fans. It's just so perfect. It's just so perfect. I love that song so much. I feel like everybody was like, oh my god, long live. Like, I need that so we played on my show. She can't play it without me. <sighs> I'm so glad you had to the set list because everybody should be able to feel the magic of long live. <laughs> and my first favorite, my favorite Taylor Swift song ever of all time is The Archer from Lover. Um, Lover's my favorite album, and I just think The Archer is so me, and it's just so good, and it's, it's perfect, it's a perfect depiction of, like, just, like, my brain sometimes, so it's like, um, I've been The Archer, I've been The Prey, and obviously, because that's, that's what it's also, like, works with one of the books that I read that was, like, um, the, the, what is it the once upon a broken heart by stephanie garber that's like now i think of that because it's like you'll figure it out <laughs> like that that's those books are so fun but anyway that's fresh in my mind because i just read like a little snippet from it because i was like well i got nothing better to do anyway the archer is um from lover it's also a track five so can you tell i like track fives yeah everybody does it's a track five come on and Lover is also supposed to be, like, this upbeat love album, but I feel like it's also sad. I mean, if you heard Death by a Thousand Cuts, if you heard Soon You'll Get Better, Soon You'll Get Better, I actually can't listen to it without sobbing, so I rarely listen to that song because, you know, sometimes I just don't want to sob uncontrollably. Um, but The Archer is, like, about Taylor, and it's a, it's about herself. So, you know, what really makes me mad is when people are like, Taylor only writes songs about her exes and her boyfriends. I'm like, girl, have you listened to The Archer? Like, the archer, she goes, like, they see right through me. They see right through me. They see right through me. Do you see right through me? They see right through me. They see right through me. I see right through me. I see right through me. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put me together again. And all of my enemies started out friends. Like, oh, all of my enemies started out friends. Help me hold on to you. I'm an archer, been the prey. Who could ever leave me, darling? But who could stay? Dark side, search for your dark side. Know that I'm all bright, 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 bright here. And they cut off my nose just to spite my face. And I hate my reflection for years and years. It's about Taylor and her insecurities and her, like, anxiety. And it's absolutely perfect. And I absolutely love it because it's so good and it literally is just it like I don't even know how to describe how perfect that song is like I I simply can't put into words like the perfection of it so it's my favorite song of all time ever and I'm so glad it's also on the era set list because I literally was freaking out because like I just thank god because that song if that was a surprise song and I didn't get it, I would lose my mind. So thank God it's on the set list because it's, I can hear my favorite song live. Like how perfect, it's, like it's literally the best thing in the world. So I love, I love that. I absolutely love the, the Archer is on there and it's just my favorite song ever. And I, I feel like it, it didn't used to be my favorite song. It always used to be a favorite of mine. It wasn't my favorite song though. It was, but it was still up there, but I think it's now raining as my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time and also just song of all time so <laughs> yeah 
yeah those are those are my top 10 taylor swift songs um thank you so much for listening and i will see you in the next episode <laughs> bye guys do we think i like taylor swift <laughs> yes or no <laughs> You can be honest. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm done.